Welcome to the Inspired Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Wyrock. I'm a business owner and coach who is dedicated to my own growth mindset and helping others find theirs. This is the podcast where you will find the inspiration that will help you grow your business and reach your goals. If you're looking to scale your business while being inspired, encouraged, and empowered, this is the show for you. Let's dig right in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Inspired Biz. I am Amber, and I am your host, and I'm super excited today to dive into this topic. You know, I today want to answer a few frequently asked questions that I get as a virtual assistant, a social media management and digital marketing agency. I get so many questions in my DMs asking me some of these very things. And so I just thought this is a perfect episode for me to dive into some of that. One of the things that I am super excited about that's coming up for Socially Inspired and the Inspired Biz is I'm going to begin offering courses and mini classes, seminars, so to speak, on some of these very topics. If you are an emerging or a developing virtual assistant or a new social media manager and you are really looking for some guidance and some direction on how to grow your biz, how to get started, how to answer some of these very questions for yourself, I definitely am super excited to offer these mini classes, these little seminars, and maybe even a couple of masterminds that we will be able to dive into. So stay tuned for more information coming up on that so that you can grow your own biz and find your inspiration as a service-based provider. So today we're going to dive into some of these frequently asked questions that I get as a VA or as a social media manager. Just a little bit of background. I am the owner of Socially Inspired Management. If you did not know, that is a social media and digital marketing agency. I have been in business with my team since the beginning of 2021, and I have grown my team now to incorporate seven or eight different freelancers that support our clients in a variety of areas. We provide services such as Facebook and Instagram management, graphic design, copywriting. We do real strategy and management. We also provide um, Pinterest and ad support. That's kind of a truncated version of the different things that we provide, but we are really, really dedicated to creating a very custom-tailored experience for our clients. So when a client comes to us, they often come with a very unique perspective and unique needs. And so we are really dedicated to creating packages that fit their needs and We say at Socially Inspired that we are all about coming alongside entrepreneurs and linking arms with them to help them run harder and faster after their goals. And that's really what we do. It's not just, hey, give us the task and we'll get it done. Check that off our list. We are dedicated to walking with our clients and really seeing them succeed in a wide variety of areas. So that's a little bit of a background about Socially Inspired. If you haven't already, you can take a look at our website, www.sociallyinspiredmanagement.com, or you can find us on Instagram, follow along, kind of learn more about our agency. But today, I want to answer some of these questions for those of you that might be interested in learning more about what it looks like to be a VA or a social media manager. Um, Maybe you already are one and you're thinking, okay, but how do I do what you've done? Or how 
how do I grow to this place? Or how do I step into this service? So today I'm going to dive into a handful of questions. These are probably my most commonly asked, but if something that I talk about today doesn't quite touch on what you're wanting to know, or if you have a completely separate question that you want to dive into, I would welcome you to shoot me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook set up a discovery call with me through the website. I would love to chat with you and just learn more about where you're at and how Socially Inspired can support you. So the first question, which is, how did you get started in this? So if you followed along on the Inspired Bids, you know that I did not necessarily, quote unquote, start out in this field. My undergrad's in psychology and my master's in counseling. And then I spent about 11 years in a vocational ministry role. That role was teaching, discipleship, leading different groups, doing some leadership development, a wide variety of things, including some social media work. I did manage and help with their social media presence at that particular local church. But I would definitely say that when I announced at the beginning of 2021 that I would be moving away from my vocational ministry role and starting my own business as a VA or a social media manager, I got a lot of odd looks. I definitely had a lot of people who were surprised by that. Uh, My roles before didn't necessarily lend themselves towards an administrative role, didn't necessarily do social media full time. And so I think that was surprising to a lot of people. But what I very quickly discovered is that even if you are not directly doing VA or social media management work, different skill sets are very applicable in this particular field. If you have a history of project management, something where you are running a project from beginning to end, you are helping to see things, not just concepts coming into play, but being executed, making sure that things are done with excellence, things are done with quality, things are done on time. Those are attributes that are incredibly beneficial for a VA or a social media manager. Another thing that has always been a huge part of my life is I am a forever student. I am passionate about learning new things, trying new things, dipping my fingers into things, trying out different elements. And you can see that in my career path. I have followed several different career paths. I've made shifts, but all of them have resulted in me learning new things. If your mindset is always a curious, I want to learn more, I want to dig in, I want to do the research, man, you might be great as a VA or a social media manager. I think the other thing that has always been a part of every role that I have played is a service mindset where I really want to serve people. I want to walk with people. I want to, I want to care for people more than just getting a task done, but really care about where they're coming from and what their goals are and where they're wanting to go. And that has translated beautifully as a VA and a social media manager. So many of the clients that I have worked with, they've come into this relationship looking for someone to help them execute a task, but what they really needed also was someone that would collaborate with them, someone that would hear them, someone that would help take their goals and make them come to life. And that is definitely, definitely something that if you carry that skill, you could be a VA or a social media manager. 
So that is how I got started in it. Definitely did not get a degree in something that is necessarily related, but it is all applicable and definitely can apply a lot of the skills from my previous job experiences into what I'm doing now. One of the other questions that I get asked is that without any prior work as a VA or a social media manager, how do you get work? How do you find clients? And that's a tricky one because, you know, you want to represent yourself with integrity and you want to represent yourself um, appropriately in the marketplace, but you also, in order to get clients, you have to have clients and that is hard for someone who is brand new or emerging in this space. So I would say that there's a couple of different ways that you can go about that. You can go about it by taking work that you have done previously, maybe not as a VA or as a social media manager and sharing that. So in my case, copywriting was one of my bread and butters at the beginning. So I was able to take some of the other examples of my writing work and share that even though they were not as a VA or a social media manager. The other way that you can do that is do some beta work or even some pro bono work. I worked with several different nonprofits at the beginning who were not in a position to pay someone, but they needed some support in graphic design. They needed some support in writing. They needed some support in their social media and digital marketing. And I was able to help them with that, which felt great. And it was also with complete transparency, they knew that I was going to use that to be able to show examples of the work that I bring. And then finally, one of the best ways to find work is to just get out there and share yourself. So much of the value that you bring isn't even necessarily initially about the quote unquote tasks that you have executed before. It's about you. It's about you as a person, you with your service mindset, you bringing value, you being relatable and personable and connecting with your potential client. So when you go in with confidence, you go in and you share who you are, what your vision is, what you want to do, your why, your purpose, the right clients, the right people for you are going to connect with that and they're going to want to be a part of that. So I do have a download that I would love to share with you on the top 10 ways that I found clients when I first got started. It's a free download, but if that's something that you're sitting here going, how do I find clients? I'm brand new to this. I'm just getting developed as a VA or a social media manager. I would love for you to check out the show notes and snag your copy of that because these are going to be 10 ways that you can right now get started with putting yourself out there to find the right clients for you. A third question that I get asked is, how did I know it was time to build my team? <laughs> and honestly, it's not a very like pretty answer. Honestly, the reason that I knew it was time for me to build my team is that I felt like I was losing my mind. <laughs> I was like pulling my hair out, freaking out because I didn't have enough time in the day. I didn't have enough experience to do the things that I wanted to do. And really, in the end, what I realized was that my dream to have more time freedom and more flexibility in what I was doing for my work was very quickly going away because I was not utilizing a team the way that I could. So this is one of the things that I'm going to talk about in one of my many seminars was how to know that you need a new team and then how to go about that. So when I first got started looking at my team and needing to my team, my very first hire was my admin. I knew that there 
were just some things on the back end of my business that I needed some support with. If I was going to be client facing, if I was going to be customer service, if I was going to be focused outward, I needed someone who was back there looking at those things. And so one of my very first hires for my team was a VA who came on and supported me in just some of those basic things like invoicing and analytics and contracts. And while it was maybe small, little things that I could have done myself, it not only freed up my time, but it freed up my mental load to know that those things were being handled and being handled well. She was fantastic, but they were being handled and I was really able to focus on the things that I needed to put my energy into. Now, as I've continued to grow my team, the same principle has applied. As I have needed to move things to someone else, it's because I'm needing to focus my energy in a different place and I need to not just remove the task, but I'm needing to remove that mental load. That's a conversation we're gonna talk about. I actually have an episode that is in the hopper coming up about the myths about mental load, but that was a huge indicator for me of when I needed to grow my team and how I needed to go about that. Another question that I get asked is, were there some tasks that I didn't love? (laughs) Man, I laugh about this one because, oh yes, there were so many tasks that, you know, at the beginning I said yes to everything. Every single thing that came along, if a client said, hey, could you help me with X? Yes. Could you help me with Y? Absolutely. Could you help me with Z? Not a problem. And sometimes there are even things that I was like, okay, I'm going to have to figure out how to do that. But I said yes. And a big part of that was because I was growing my business, but very quickly you start to realize that there are just some of those tasks that you're not as into, that you don't love as much. And so it is important that you start to narrow what your focus is. What type of VA are you? This is something that when I hear people say that they're a VA, I immediately want to say, and what type of VA are you? Because the reality is, is that there are a ton of different ways that someone can provide virtual assistance but they need to really define what their level and area of expertise is. For me, we focus on social media and digital marketing. That is our bread and butter. If someone comes to me and says, could you do scheduling for our calendar? Could you respond to emails? All of those things are very important tasks that the right VA certainly can do, but it's not what Socially Inspired does. It's not what we provide. I have a great network of other people that I can refer to because I know what their area of expertise is. So if someone says, I need this type of VA, I usually can then very quickly say, I have a friend or I have a colleague or I have a peer who does exactly that. I would love to connect you. So yes, there are tasks that I did not love. And now I'm in a position where I can more readily say, hey, that's not really our area of expertise or we're not really going to be the best for you in that area, someone else could. One of the biggest mistakes that I see when someone is looking for a VA is thinking that they can kind of combine positions and have a social media manager as well as a bookkeeper as well as a customer service person all in one. And I am going to say, Most of the time, those really need to be split out into different roles. You might find someone who says they can do all of those, but invariably, they're probably going to be better at one of those areas than the others. 
And that's because we all very naturally have certain skill sets. A bookkeeper is not necessarily going to be the same perfect person to be your customer service client-facing person. So you have to think about that when you're looking for a VA. Now I'm talking to people who are looking for a VA. Be aware when you're looking at different roles, what types of tasks you're asking for. And if they're really broad and really in different areas of your business, it may be worth evaluating if you actually have two or even three different roles that you're looking to fill. And then finally, how do I set the value and the cost of my services? Now, I've spent so much time in my DMs with people who are starting their own VA or social media management businesses with this exact question. How do I know how to price? How do I know what to put my packages at? What should I include in a package? So I'm going to just tell you a little bit about how we go about this, and then I'm going to then really talk a little bit about how you have to individually evaluate that. First of all, Socially Inspired does not have just a blanket package. We are very a la carte. We understand that every single client's needs are going to vary because their businesses are varied. They have different needs because their business is different. Even if it's the exact same business, let's say I have two people who are real estate agents and I'm supporting them both with social media and digital marketing. It doesn't necessarily even mean that I can cross those over because their market or their approach or their targeted clientele is going to be different. Their goals might even be different. So when we really talk about our services, we keep them a la carte. We do have some services that are more set with their price points, and that is based off of not necessarily our hourly rate, but it's based off of, yes, the time that it takes us, but also the value that we are bringing to their business. So something like Facebook and Instagram ads or Pinterest ads, that is getting you out there and it's putting you in front of people. It also requires a daily touch where we are monitoring those, evaluating the keywords because it requires high touch and because it is a high value to our clients, that might be a higher ticket item versus some of the other things that we might do where we're repurposing content that has already been created for an email or for a blog. It's a different type of work. It's different. It's a lower touch item. So it just really varies. So when you're thinking about how to price your services, first of all, if you want to put together packages, you can, but you need to evaluate what all is going into that. And secondly, really look at what value am I not just bringing to the client, but what is the touch level? How much time, effort, mental load, again, there's that word, am I having to put into this particular service? And that should be reflected in your price. One of the things that I've had to really evaluate for myself and for my team is how to stay in a place where I feel that I'm keeping my costs low for my client, but also keeping my mental space in a good place. So we all know that when we are doing work and we're putting out a lot of effort and we feel like there's not a lot coming back in, that can be a breeding ground for resentment. One of the biggest questions that I've asked people when they message me and say, well, this is what I'm thinking about pricing that. I said, okay, I want you to sit in that place and think about doing that work 
all of the deliverables that you've listed. You have this whole list of deliverables. You should know close to the amount of time that's going to take, the amount of effort that it's going to take, the amount of value that you're bringing to your client's business. You should know all those things. Now think about doing that and receiving this compensation for it. How does it feel? If it leaves you in this place of feeling like, I'm going to feel overwhelmed. I'm going to feel some resentment. I'm going to feel like it's not worth it. You might be underpriced. If you sit with it and you think, no, that feels good. That feels like I'm being valued. My time is being valued. My efforts are being valued. I feel like it's definitely worth what I'm putting into it. Then that's a great price point. Your price point of another person who's doing a very similar task, their price point might be completely different. And that is okay. Comparison does not help here, friends. Going about it and asking me what I price mine at versus what you price yours at, not helpful. What you really have to do is you have to sit with what is the effort, how much touch am I having to give this, how much mental load am I having to give this, what is the value that I'm bringing, and that should be reflected in the price that you are charging. So those are the five top questions that I feel like I get asked the most about how to be a VA or a social media manager. If there's a question that I didn't touch on today, or if you're thinking, okay, she didn't quite dig into that as deep as I would love, I wanna know more, I would love to answer your questions for you. I would definitely love to see you pop into my DMs and you know, let me know where you're at and what specific things you're looking for. And then, like I said at the beginning of this episode, stay tuned because some of these very topics are actually going to be made into seminars and to kind of mini courses that you can dive into and really, hopefully on the other side of it, emerge with your own um, sense of understanding and also your next steps that you need to take as a new or emerging VA and social media manager. So that is all I have for today, guys. Again, hit me up if you have any questions. Don't forget about that free download for my top 10 ways of finding clients as a social media manager. And I will talk with you guys next time. You've just listened to another episode of the Inspired Biz Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you have found your business inspiration today, we want to know. Take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with someone you know looking for their own inspiration. We'd love to have you join our online community on Instagram and Facebook at Socially Inspired Management or check out sociallyinspiredmanagement.com to learn more about how we can support you to grow your biz. We'll see you next week.